Hey everybody, Shane Presley here, Rock Paper Podcast. Thank you so much for checking out another episode. Today's features Ghost 314. Had a whole lot of fun recording this one with Ghost. Uh, we uh, we hit it off right away. This is our first time getting to hang out and get to officially uh, meet each other and just uh, had a lot of fun getting to know each other more and talking about some of his music, including uh, his new single, Work, which... Uh, you can find wherever you're getting your digital music at. And uh, we even do a little uh, live freestyling. Uh, had a lot of fun with that, too. So uh, thank you for checking this out. I uh, do want to remind you, as always, uh, the show, Rock Paper Podcast, is brought to you by Roughneck Beard Company and American Rambler, located here in St. Louis, Missouri, over in the Maplewood area. Stop by the shop or shop 24-7 at roughneckbeardcompany.com. Uh, again, uh, check it all out. Uh, they recently launched a brand new beard oil called Comeback Kid. Spring is upon us and the world is rebirth. The pandemic seems to be winding down and life is beginning to resume. Try our brand new invigorating blend of lemon, peppermint, black pepper, rosemary, and lang lang. It's the perfect blend to bring us all back to life. Again, find uh, Comeback Kid and all their wonderful beard oils, beard balms, combs, junk powder, uh, whatever you need to take care of that beard and mustache. You can find it all at roughneckbeardcompany.com. And use my code RPP15 for an exclusive 15% off your purchase. Uh, Find it all again, roughneckbeardcompany.com, and use that code RPP15 during checkout also big thank you to my friends at friendship brewing company here in wentzville missouri serving up all the finest in craft brews over 25 rotating taps and all kinds of delicious food Uh, i stopped by just uh the other night and see some friends playing and had a had a great meal over there and uh so they got burgers and uh nachos i mean whatever you want they've got all kinds of tasty stuff so swing in there grab a cold brew pick up some dinner um you can come out on friday april 2nd and see my good friend denver wade trent over there uh full listing of events uh on their website friendshipbrewingcompany.com and uh, you can find the full menu and all the beers and everything there They've really been uh, doing a lot to support this community out here, and uh, you've heard me talking about it, but I, I think it's awesome what they're doing with Foundation for Lance Corporal Jared Schmitz. Uh, you know, you can still get that beer out there, and all the proceeds of that beer go right to his foundation. So swing in there and check that out. Uh, again, uh, live music, big old beautiful patio for the spring. Uh, you got all kinds of good food and good brew, so... What more do you need? Come on out, Friendship Brewing Company in Wentzville, Missouri, friendshipbrewingcompany.com, and be sure to follow along with them on Facebook and Instagram. All right, that is it for me, everybody. If you need me, you can find me at rockpaperpodcast.com. Hit me up on the socials. Feel free to email me at rockpaperpodcast at gmail. With all that out of the way, sit back, relax, and enjoy this brand new episode with Ghost 314. Um, the podcast is kind of like a... It's like a radio show that's not on the radio. It's on, it's on the internet. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Yeah. 
That's also like my mom. Uh, it makes it sound more confusing, doesn't it? Uh, it sounds like this. What up, world? It's your homeboy, Ghost314, Mr. Ugh himself. And right now, right now, in this very moment, you lock loaded and tuned in on the Rock Paper Podcast. So Rock Paper, now we podcasting. We in here, man. St. Louis, stand up. Ugh. Rock Paper Podcast. This is beat paper, paper covers rock. Rock beats is the shame, covers nonstop, never know what. New kind of guests that he's got coming at you. Live and direct on the spot, could be rock, folk, country, or hip-hop, jazz. All kind of folks that he has, could be an artist or a comedian to make you laugh on the Rock Paper Podcast. Double-decker fudge round, rolling round town, shame coming at you live and direct from ground zero. Here's your hero, here's your bestie, Rock Paper Podcast with Shane Presley. Like priest homes, land of the savage, residing wherever beasts roam. Savage with it is beast life. I'm gorilla, the monster in your hood. I'm the newest version of thriller. I'm out the mud with it, no handouts, just hand ups. One false move and it's man down, your man's touched. Certified in the hood, say I'm official. I said what I said, so I hope you heard me, Crystal. Yeah, fuck your connect. I became my own plug, cause real niggas know the business when you get it out the mud. Niggas capping cause I ain't seeing they bag And if I'm riding like you ride with well, a nigga I'm about to crash If I'm moving how you move with well, a nigga I'll never last St. Louis stamping me, they validated my past Get it out the mud, I'm professor and teaching classes Ain't no virtual learning, I'm educating the masses Had to give a different look, I had to switch out the glasses Took my dope, divvied it up, and elevated the stashes yeah. I'm from a city of muzzle flashes and caskets Hating niggas, they never move forward, only backwards And plenty rap maggots who can't fathom my tax bracket Bread like elastic, it keeps stretching, don't need to stack it. I used to get that pack in and then I dish it off Contribute to the sport with the assists, like I'm Chris Paul You think I'm mad now, don't wanna see me pissed off I hopped off the porch with a dedication to hood laws and stood tall on any drama the hood brought and handle any hop in the spider web that the hood caught. Then I paid respects to the fallen soldiers that hood lost. Took field trips, slid for them, skirting and dual exhaust. Yeah, these real niggas show me love. You know the streets fucking with me, cause I get it out the mud. The whole hood stand up. You know the streets riding with me, cause I get it out the mud. The whole hood know what's up, you know the city fucking with me cause I get it out the mud The real niggas know what's up, you know the streets riding with me cause I get it out the mud And I'ma get it out the mud And we gon' get it out the mud And we gon' get it out the mud St. Louis fucking with me cause I get it out the mud Hey everybody, Shane Presley here, Rock Paper Podcast, coming to you from St. Louis, Missouri, hanging out today 
with Ghost314. Welcome to the show. Ugh. What's up, St. Louis? <laughs> Shane, what's up, man? Rock Paper Podcast family. What's happening? We in the building. Mr. Ugh himself, man. I'm honored to be here, man. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I'm i very excited. This is uh, super cool, man. We uh, just recently connected online, and uh, but uh, we obviously, I don't know, I feel like uh, I just felt this connection that we've like known each other a long time or something i don't know it's just like a, some certain people come into your life you just feel like they belong there and i don't know i don't know if you have just a weird feeling i had i was just like that we've been friendly forever even like though we've we've crossed paths before yeah. you know yeah i understand so this was uh it just felt felt right and we're here uh hanging out today talking about uh everything you, you know, all your your story which i thought this was Fun, like I said, I don't know much about you, and that's what I like to do with this show: is come right to the source and get get the stories directly from you and the uh, horse's mouth. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right. And uh, so, uh, which I think this is also cool too. Is what this is? Uh, we're at your the you grew up in this home, is that right? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, we at the home I grew up in. Um, we smack dab in the middle of Ferguson. You know what I'm saying? Rest in peace, Mike Brown. You can't. At least I'm not. I'm not finna. You know, be from St. Louis and mention Ferguson and never a rest in peace Mike Brown in front or before, you know, in front or behind it. Um, But, yeah, that's where we at, man. Um, You know, you said you wanted to get this done. I was glad you wanted to get this done. So um, I thought here would be symbolic because I am from Ferguson, uh, born and raised in Ferguson. Obviously, you know, I mean, I'm a St. Louis boy. I'm a Ferguson boy. So why not? Well, let's uh, be in that we're here and. uh you know, like take me back to the beginning, man. Like, what what was it uh, like for uh, a young ghost uh, growing <laughs> up here uh, in Ferguson? Uh, I mean, initially, like as a kid, you know, what I'm saying it, it was just like a lot of other kids in in any other neighborhood. You know, I had a bunch of neighborhood partners and friends, and we all run around, kick ball, playing dodgeball, hide and go see tag. You know, what I'm saying like all of the games that kids would play, we would all get our ass beat. You know, for uh, uh, being out past the streetlights, <laughs> right. you know, getting school clothes dirty, you know what I'm saying? Like, that was the childhood that I had, you know. Uh, my mom was there. My dad was there. I had an older brother. Um, so, you know, just growing up for me, you know, it was just kid life, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Just typical kid life. And once the love of music, you know, I got a hold of it, it was just slowly and surely a rap after that, man. Like I just became more and more focused on music. But when, you know. what was uh what was what was the really like you you have a moment where you think of that uh was like where that really got started? I mean where or your parents always playing music uh records and stuff for you and Yeah. Um like and, and it's crazy cause it's like my mom like when she would drive me to school or something like that, she's listening to old school R and B. Yeah. You know what I mean? So Already I got that. If I ride around with my dad or something, he's listening to Lou Rawls, Etta James, Nina Simone. Um, but then I had an older brother. He was 11 years older. So he's at the time, if I'm eight or nine, you know, he's already 19, 20. So he's listening to N.W.A. He's listening to Snoop Dogg. He's listening to Dr. Dre. Yeah. So in any given time, you know what I'm saying? Depending on who I was with that day, sure. I could hear some kind of music from some kind of genre, some kind of era some kind of way like it it would never fail yeah. you know my mom and dad had an actual record player they would play records you know what i'm saying like old school right like yeah. for real records you know right. what i'm saying so 
my brother would run around rapping at house parties also. So once the bug bit me, it was like I get bit by this music bug, but then everything that's around me is music too. So it's like this music infection starts and then it just it just spreads. Yeah. It just spreads. I've talked about it a lot, uh or you know, I've shared the story in the past, but uh you know, I I definitely a lot I connect there with uh there was uh I had a, a cousin Jeffrey, that was a little older, and the same, uh, you know, I, I, I'm the I'm the older brother. So I, my my little brother Dustin uh, is like two years younger than I am. And what's up, Dustin? Shout out, yeah, Dustin, man. Right. Shout out, little bro. And uh, so hopefully he's telling those stories about me, like that I helped introduce him to this different music. But uh, it, we, uh, but anyway, I had Jeffrey. Uh, what he was uh, like, we you know we drive around in his car he, in. Uh, he introduced me to a lot of like classic things like uh, you know Pink Floyd, uh, The Wall. I remember first hearing that in his car and stuff. But also like introduced me to N.W.A. Like mm-hmm. you said, and I uh, I remember uh, listening to a lot of that and like it was something I never heard before. Like you know it was just like it was my first real introduction to like gangster rap and uh, and I remember one of the first. Uh, like CDs that I went and bought with my own money as I was at a, a flea market and, and I went to, I uh, found a, a copy of, uh, easy ease, uh, straight off the street, straight off the street. Yeah. yeah and, uh, motherfucking Compton and, uh, picked that up and I'm like, uh, and I took it home and I was like, cause I knew easy through NWA stuff. So anyway, that record was like on repeat a lot. Uh, th- that time and like it was, but and the infection started spreading. Yeah, man, for there sure. It but it, it but is. like you know, it was just something. It was also he's a storyteller, and that's what I really like connected with. Like this is not uh, my story, but as I love what he's saying, like you know, I'm I'm a, a white kid from Winsville. What do I know about anything about Compton and stuff? You know, it's like, but I've liked hearing uh, Easy paint the picture of what it's like for him. You know, coming up and everything else. So big that. Um. So I can appreciate the uh, the art there, man. Like he. You know, that was, uh, especially then, I don't know, those guys changed the game completely, everything about uh, what we know for, you know, fighting censorship and everything else. Like, uh So, they, uh, those big, big time uh, changes happening right there when all those guys were, were busy. Yeah, they definitely, um, they definitely came through and twisted up the culture and shook up the culture. Um, and some, some would say arguably they added a new genre, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But, you know, and I say arguably because then you'd have people like Ice-T who had made gangster rap, right. you know, or gangster records, but he was prior to them, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like some people would say Ice Cube was the originator of gangster rap. Some people would say Ice-T was the originator of. But um, N.W.A. as a whole, as a group, they caused a culture shift right? only solely through music. You know, they brought awareness to... <clears throat> They brought awareness to a lot of the issues that was going on in the hood that you wouldn't experience as a white kid from Winsville. You know what I'm saying? And they were just adequately able to paint the picture so that a quote unquote white kid from Winsville could understand exactly what was going on. He could see in his head exactly what they were dealing with. And things like that resonate with people. If you can be that type of artist and you can make people visually see, or you can make people feel what you were going through at that moment or at that point in time or in that specific moment, you know what I'm saying? That's something that people are going to hold on to. It's, they're gonna, it's going to resonate with them. Yep. And that's the type of shit that inspires people, man. Right. And then next thing you know, you're one of their favorite artists. Right. That's how I work. Yeah. It is. Uh, it is also crazy to think about, uh, you know, the, that ice, cube 
would start there and then wind up in Are We There Yet and everything out making family friendly films and stuff you know all the uh, like the guys i mean he's you know an incredible entertainer and, and he's all. genius but yeah but like it's just like went from like being you know this uh so angry you know on his raps and everything and then he's you know then he shows this whole different side of what who, what he can who he is and what he can do and everything else making making the films and uh and stuff so it's uh but yeah yeah definitely a genius and he's it's crazy that he's his career i mean that he's still as popular and current today as he yep. ever was and stuff so i mean he he q found a way to you know to bridge the gap um in a lot of aspects and a lot of respects you know what i'm saying but he also understood and if you look back if you know about the intimate history of nwa when jerry heller came around q was the only one that didn't sign you know the little bullshit business deal that jerry heller came with you know what i'm saying so from jump Cube had a different right. business approach and a business perspective. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But then you see moving forward, yes, Dre, you know, Dre is who he is now, but it took Dre a minute to bounce back from that. Whereas Ice Cube just left that situation and he went on to prosper out the gate from jump. Mm -hmm. And then as he old, got older, he as he matured and learned more about the business, he understood, hey, it's dollars in these kids' movies. Yeah. It's dollars in these movies, period. You know what I'm saying? And he went to go get that bag from the movies yep. and he, he was successful at it on numerous of occasions. I mean, that's something that you can't take from somebody. All right. You know, anytime you can find a way to create a niche or create your own lane in a field that's already well established, you doing something that a lot of other people clearly can't do. Right. So that means that the, your wave pattern, the way you think, the way you move, the way you operate is clearly on the level that other people can't contend with either. Yeah. So in that respect, he's a man. A man's a genius. Oh yeah, he's a yeah. genius. Great, great business mind for sure. No doubt. Uh, so, um, so we're uh, you were saying that like these kind of uh, your brother playing those records kind of helped and influenced you and in, into this world and stuff. But like, when do you find that uh, like you find a, that this you have a thing for the, the, these words and you know did you start writing young or, or was that uh, yeah, um, I started writing young, um, and actually what happened, man, um, you know, when I was a kid, maybe seven, eight, nine years old, um, my mom used to be a secretary, so she was always good with, like, I got the, I got the mama that, you know, mama, I ain't finna do it, you ain't, you know, smack you in the back of your head, oh, okay, I, I can't, you know right. what I mean, like, she, I got the mama that was gonna slap you in the back of the head for incorrect grammar, yeah. you know what I'm saying, so growing up as a kid, um, I was always getting corrected on how I would speak, my grammar, my dialect. And then once it gets ingrained in you to be in, to be conscious of something like how you speak, your dialect, your grammar, you know, when you writing something. Well, now you start focusing on everything else that comes with it, with it, which is words, you know, what I'm saying, which is a vocabulary, which is knowing how to speak which is knowing how to, you know, knowing what the word diction means, knowing how to project your voice, like everything then starts kind of snowballing, you know, with it, the more you, you, you learn and the more you grow and the more you mature. So one of the things she used to do is like you could walk in a in the house and literally everything had a yellow post-it note on it with whatever that item was. If I wanted to use the refrigerator, I had to learn how to spell it use it in the sentence and then I can open up the refrigerator and get whatever was needed. If I wanted to sit on a couch, I had to learn how to spell it, say it in the sentence, but then moving forward, 
You combine a kid that already is being hit over the head with grammar, vocabulary, words, and things like that, but he has a growing love for music that's growing even more. Mm-hmm. Those two worlds collide, and then you you throw you throw a motherfucker through street struggles, and you throw him to the penitentiary, and you throw him back, and you give him life experiences. You scar him up. You know what I'm saying? You put some knife wounds on him, some bullet holes in him. You know what I'm saying? And then you get Ghost 314 sitting down with Rock Paper Podcast. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's the the quickest, you know, that's the quickest version. You know what I'm saying? But it it everything has to start somewhere. And that's essentially where it started for me. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, uh, so so you get uh you get to uh writing some of these uh rhymes and things. Do you did it start in the school? Did you or high school or anything? Yeah, did you yeah. get out there and start uh like uh in the circle and stuff? Or like battle I mean, or anything like that like i legit the way i started with this rap shit man it, it was it would be legit like a movie like legit um the very first song that i actually wrote i was probably in maybe third or fourth grade and this was around the time where you fully learning all of the states and st- you know all 50 states and uh our teacher gave us an assignment and we had to memorize the 50 states. Well, for whatever reason, just me being different and a knucklehead anyway, I decided to make a rap song about the 50 states. And it went over well enough to where the teacher was like, hey, I want you to do this in front of the class. So I'm this third, you know, third, fourth grade kid doing this rap in front of the class and the kids was digging it. And then now that was my first, you know, taste of. <laughs> You know, okay, this was that was a crowd. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, I might like this. And as soon as I get done, I had a couple of little pretty girls. And like, oh, that was good, B. That was good. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, this rap thing might be where it's at. And I mean, just over the years, man, it just it just continually evolved and escalated, and it grew. My wordplay got better. My vocabulary got better. My life experiences you know, gave me a lot more to talk about. The things right. I've been through gave me a lot more to talk about. The knowledge I was able to obtain gave me a lot more to talk about. And then you just, you know, from then on, you put what you can into your your art form. Hopefully you have a passion about it to begin with. And you put all of that in the record. As soon as you hop in that booth, shit, mm-hmm. they hit record, you go at it. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. And that's what I do, you know, or attempt to. Yeah. Every day I wake up, man, I'm doing something with this shit, Shane. Yeah. Every yeah, day. I mean every day. Yeah, it's uh, I don't know. I don't think people quite uh fully realize sometimes what it's like uh to to be especially an independent artist. Uh, you know, like you know, people. I get uh, mess. We, you know, I'm not an artist, but just doing this podcast, I'll get messages, e- emails, or whatever. Like, hey guys, and I'm like, no, no guys. Like, there's one guy. Like, you know, like I. I'm the you know the host, the producer, the engineer, yeah. the the webmaster. The you know it's like you got to wear a lot of different hats to make it you know juggle it all and make it work and stuff. But uh, so I I know uh, I know what it's a, a little bit of the taste of that world. You know what it's like to have to constantly uh, work and trying to make this thing happen. So it's it's tough. Um, being an independent artist is a grind like no other, especially if you don't have like. Uh, financial backing or investors behind you um it it's 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 hard I, i'm not gonna say impossible because mm-hmm. nothing's i don't believe anything is impossible but it's hard yeah um uh, especially if you're a new artist my saving grace was the fact that i've been doing this for so long 
And for a lot of years, I I was able I've been able to establish a lot of relationships with a lot of people over a lot of years. You know what I'm saying? And I've also been able to establish a certain reputation about myself and for myself as an artist. So even your reputation alone as an artist, it allows you um, to kind of differentiate yourself from other people. So I know with the way I move as an artist, I already know I got a certain group of artists that will never come try to do a feature with me because, you know, what I'm saying they know how I'm going to be. I'm about my business. I'm disciplined. You know what I'm saying? I ain't taking no ills. I ain't taking no shorts. If we finna do this music, we finna do this music. I don't need 50 people in the studio. I don't want to drink or smoke while we working. I don't do none of that while we recording. Like, and if that's what you want, you're coming to party. I'm not. This ain't a game to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if you approach it with a certain mentality, you allow yourself to stand apart. And, you know, people won't reach out because they already know from jump. Like, man, I know I'm on some bullshit. I can't hit up Ghost, even though I want him on this song. Man, he finna ask me, do I got a subject already? Do I got an idea? Do I got a beat? And I am. Because why are you hitting up somebody without any kind of plan? Right. How can you expect to move? If I reached out to you and was just like, hey, what's up, Shane? And he was like, hey, what's up? And I was like, oh, nothing. I needed to hit you up knowing that you do interviews already before. Hey? Yeah. I needed to hit you up already knowing what your platform consisted of. Otherwise, if I hit you up and I don't have that information, I'm spinning your wheels and I'm spinning mine. I'm wasting your time and I'm wasting mine. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think if a lot of if if artists were to approach things like that, you got to have a plan. You know what I'm saying? If you fail a plan, you can plan to fail. So with this music shit, especially as an independent artist, it's chess, not checkers. You got to be able to string your moves together. You got to be able to string your play together. And whatever resources you don't have, you got to make a way around it. You know, I don't have, you know, I don't have a financial backing where I can shoot two and three music videos a month like a lot of these other artists. But what I can do is get booked for five or six interviews per week. You still finna see me. and You still gonna hear me. So I'm doing the same thing that y'all was able to do. I just went a little bit longer of a route to get it done. And yeah, I'm working a little bit harder than you are doing it, but I'm built for the hard work aspect and every good artist should be anyway. So not only am I able to sharpen up my skills and my work ethic and just my grind and hustle in general, because that's definitely I'm going to need even more of that once I hit the next level. Like I need more of it now. Like I got it'd be so much stuff going on, man. You know, like if you're doing this independent, you're going to do a lot of the heavy lifting yourself. Yeah. Um, There's not going to be a cavalry. There's not going to be backup. Um, There's not going to be, you know, help really coming until they see that you are a viable product and that what you have is viable and you have some sort of a fan base. You have some sort of a following and you have a group or a conglomerate of people that are willing to connect with you and your music unless you have that. It's not going to be too many people that want to invest their hard earned dollars or sponsor you, you know, with their business. So you got to give them something to see. So, yeah, every day I wake up, that's one of my first things. I, OK, what can I show these motherfuckers today? Right. <laughs> that's, you know what I'm saying? And that helps keep my mind focused on how hard I need to hustle on a daily. Sure. And if you're an independent artist, if you if you don't have the passion and the work ethic, everybody always wants to say, oh, man, you got to be dope. You got to You ain't got to be dope. It's plenty of artists that aren't dope, but they outworked the ones that are dope. 
they out hustle the ones that are dope. Yeah. They stay consistent more than the ones that are dope. You know what I'm saying? And then they were able to place themselves in position more so than them dudes that are dope. It's not about talent. Mm -hmm. You got to have a passion for it. You got to have a work ethic. Because if you don't have a passion, you're not going to put in the work. You know what I'm saying? And if you don't put in the work, you're not going to surpass the people that are putting in the work. And now your talent will never get seen. Your talent will never get heard. I can think I'm the best rapper in the world, but I still got to get out there and prove it. And you can only prove it by putting in work. So if you're an independent artist, shit, you're going to have to hustle. Yeah. You're going to have to work. You're going to have to get in the metaphoric gym and, 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 and hustle and grind and pump shit out. That's yeah. what you got to do. Yeah, I definitely uh, feel like that. I've, I've, I've just always, uh, you know, early, since very early on, even doing this podcast, like I was like, I'm just going to do my best to out hustle everybody else. You know, it's like make uh, make moves the best way I can. So uh, that's if I can outwork everybody else, all the competition, then, you know, and then so. Yeah. Uh, so far it's working. I mean, like I've been, things are going pretty well with this for the podcast. I've been, uh, this year I'll hit eight years of doing the show and a thousand episodes of, and, uh, I don't know. So it's, Hey, we're going to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you yeah. deserve, come on yeah. now, Shane, you know, we're going to pat you on the back, <laughs> man. Get you your roses, man. Thank you. We yeah. all deserve them here and there, yeah. man. Uh, well, speaking of all this work, I thought it might be a good time and, uh, to tie in, uh, one of your, uh, more current singles and, uh, Oh, such a shameless yeah, plug, right. Shane. <laughs> such a shameless plug. We're going right. to take it. Yeah. But, uh, we got a new single out there called Work that, uh, in a video, uh, up on YouTube and, uh, Facebook and stuff. So check that out. But, uh, what, uh, tell me about uh work uh i mean obviously it's, it's a little different work uh than, than what we just described but um uh there's uh it's definitely a lot of fun man this is like it's definitely uh like a bop you know just like you're getting that yeah that groove with this song and um and it's just uh, a lot of fun i appreciate you man um first and foremost shout out to the homeboy jordan bomb stark the producer of the record um hey jordan i told you we up there bro we up there man but um work is a record that um, I had somebody close to me, you know, they just kind of had to pull my coattail and they was like, check this out. You can rap. You got bars for days. That's without a doubt. But at the end of the day, when you go to the club and, you know, a grown woman gets off of work on a Friday and her and her homegirl step out that night, they don't want to hit the dance floor and wait for the next metaphor to drop. Right. They don't want to hit the dance floor and wait for the next punchline to drop. They want a dope beat and they want an artist, you know, with a certain sound and voice that can deliver on that dope beat and ride that beat in a rhythmic fashion. And that's kind of that's where work came from. Hey, Jordan. I think we got to hit with this one. Big old, About to bang the club. BBO. That's some work. Big booties on. Okay, let's work. Work, work, work. Got a big old booty girl going bend it over then twerk. Twerk, twerk, twerk. Twerk a little more to them little booty bitches get hurt. Hurt, hurt, hurt. Look back at it when you move real slow. Move it all around like it's in slow mo. Bounce it up and down like it's on a pogo. Let's work, work, work. 
Them big old booties on the dance floor. Big, big, big old booty, what I came for. Them big old booty, that's the whole load. On, on gang, that's a whole lot of thick shit. Got class with a little bit of ratchet. And if she throw it, yeah, nigga finna catch it. I hop in the bin, she hop in the vet. She wanna take trips, not sending no texts. These diamonds be dancing all on my neck. That's work. They looking like water, pure VVS. She run up the bag and chasing them checks. She hop out of forms and hop on the jet. Let's work, 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 work. Got a big old booty girl gon' bend it over then twerk, 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 twerk a little more till them little booty bitches get hurt, 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 hurt. Look back at it when you move real slow. Move it all around like it's in slow mo. Bounce it up and down like it's on a pogo. Let's work, 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 work. Got a big old booty girl gon' bend it over then twerk, 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 twerk a little more till them little booty bitches get hurt, 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 hurt. Look back at it when you move real slow. Ha. Move it all around like it's in slow mo. Ha. Bounce it up and down like it's on a okay. Let work, 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 work. Hell no, she ain't fucking with a broke nigga. Nope. Gotta be a go get it nope. if you wanna get with it. Yep. If you getting money, better go get mo, nigga. Yep. Now that's work, 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 work. Nah, she ain't never been a whole nigga. Nope. Get her own money, independent, never go dig a booty so big. Yeah, I had to make some, nigga. Work, work. I, li- I like how she moving, like how she drop it, like how she twerking, like how she popping. Booty so big, I can't help but watch it. Work, work, work. She bending it over and making it clap. That pussy so fat, and I know it's some whack. That 40 ain't shit, better come with some rap. Okay, let's work, 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 work. Got a big old booty girl gon' bend it over, then twerk, 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 twerk. Twerk a little more till them little booty bitches get hurt, 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 hurt. Look back at it when you move real slow. Move it all around like it's in slow mo. Bounce it up and down like it's on a pogo. Let's work, 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 work. Got a big old booty girl gon' bend it over then twerk Twerk, twerk, twerk Twerk a little more till them little booty bitches get hurt Hurt, hurt, hurt Look back at it when you move real slow Move it all around like it's in slow mo Bounce it up and down like it's on a pogo Let's work, 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 work Got a big old booty girl gon' bend it over then twerk Twerk, twerk, twerk Okay, okay, let's work, work, Twerk a little more till them little booty bitches get hurt Hurt, hurt, hurt Okay, 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 let's work Look back at it when you move real slow Move it all around like it's in slow mo Bounce it up and down like it's on the pole Okay, let's work, 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 work Work, 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 work Big booty zone Big old, big old booty right there, 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 boy Uh, I was, you know, I was able to kind of try Well, kind of tie in the song title with everything about the song Even the subject matter So, yes, a woman is on the dance floor twerking and shaking her ass and she's putting in work. But also the dude that wants to get her attention and wants to possibly take her home or take her out to dinner. He got to put in work to get her. You know what I'm saying? Like her assets, quote unquote, that she walks around, you know, that people see. That's a whole lot of work. Right. So work can encompass a lot of it encompasses a lot of different things in a few different, you know, forms. But it's something that everybody can also relate to. Even if you don't relate it to dancing and having a good time, the average American, you got to get up and go to work some kind of way. Or you got to put in work with something some kind of way. And when you hustle, when you grind, you're putting in work, you're working. So it was just relatable. Yeah. And then, you know, then you add in, you know, trying to be effective with the promo and the marketing. And, and I'm like, OK, well, let's see how it go. And then the the lyrics start coming so easy and I found pockets to be able to flip the flow. I mean, it was just one of them things like shit, you you know, like, hey, I'm finna do it. And it came out to be what it is. And we're getting a lot of traction with it. It's already been on the radio. It's been the intro for DJ Ramon and Hot 104. It's been the most recently the intro for DJ Cristal at the five o'clock dirty drive at five. 
Um, shout out to DJ Karma. Shout out to DJ Cinnamon. Shout out to DJ Ramon. Shout out to DJ Boogie. Uh, shout out to DJ Reese, DJ Jr. Like all of the DJs that are that have put their hands on this record. Coalition DJs, core DJs. Um, it's a lot of people behind this record. We know we got a hit. Um, and it's just a matter now of being that independent artist mm -hmm. who shows that hustle, who shows that grind and continues to put in their work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So now once you got a product, you got to get it out there to the masses. Right. So I'm just at the stage where I'm continuing to get that product out there to the streets, continuing to get it out there to the masses. And for the most part, man. Shit, you put it up and you try to spoon feed it to somebody, they snatching the spoon out of my hand <laughs> and they eating this record up, Shane. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. So, I mean, I'm fortunate and we just going to try to keep the ball rolling like a snowball go down the hill, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. This, uh, like I said, ton of fun. Uh, currently, uh, is, is it uh, on the other platforms and stuff or is it just uh, YouTube right no, now? No, work, work the Song itself is streaming on all platforms. Um, the video teaser, I've only uploaded that to YouTube as of right now. Um, and then we're in the process now of getting things together for the full-fledged video shoot. Okay. Um, we're hoping to get that done by the end of summer. Um, if I have my way right right around early July. Uh, I think that'll be prime time to have a song like this, of this mag magnitude, of yeah. this subject matter. Um, yeah, let's get it shaking. Let's yeah. get it popping. So I got the plan, because you always got to have a plan. Um, do your plans always work? Of course not. But you got to at least start with having a plan. So I got the plan. Now it's time to execute it. Yeah, and man. we'll continue to execute it. And that's what I'm doing, man. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Uh well yeah, call uh call your radio station and request this. Uh yeah. Tell them to play some ghost three one four. Ghost three one hey man. Look, call one oh four point one. Tell them Ghost told you to call and play that new work. Shout out to the homeboy DJ Boogie Corleone. I hollered at him today. Um I'm hoping he's gonna be the next DJ to put his hands on it. He's over at one hundred point three to beat. So this song is officially now touching both of the major hip hop stations in the city um as an independent artist so artist that's listening hey listen y'all it's doable mm -hmm. it's doable you know what i'm saying like it's doable whatever y'all trying to do with this music if you doing it the right way is doable but you can't be out here hating on the next artist you can't be out here intentionally trying to step on the next artist's toes the universe ain't finna bless that and the music rap in the rap game ain't finna bless that the streets ain't finna bless that you know what I mean? So it's like as hard as this grind is, it's still a certain way that you got to move with it. You know, you just can't be reckless with it. That's how you create enemies. That's how you burn bridges. You know, the next, the person that you whose face you spit on be the very person you need six months later because you don't know what their grind was like. Right. Their grind maybe was an intern six months ago. Now they the program director at a station. So it's like if you pay attention to your relationships with people, the way you treat people. Um, the way you respond to people, you conduct yourself as a brand, you conduct yourself as a business, you shouldn't have too many problems. Just keep putting in that work, though. Have that plan, keep putting in that work, and keep executing that plan. Yeah, man. Well, earlier uh, you alluded to uh, some of your some of your struggles, um, you know, talking about uh, what helped uh, make you as a person and, a, and an artist and um, – but you said something uh, around about uh, about going to jail. 
Yeah. Oh, oh, I did jail too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we did jail too. Yeah. Also, two T O O is it also? Because uh, a lot of people get it, get it mixed up. Like, oh man, you was in jail for so long. Now, nah, homie, I was in prison. Prison. Yeah. There's a difference. Jail is where you go beforehand. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's like you know, the city of St. Louis that follow me. You know, the people that really rock with me, they know my history. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was in the newspapers. You know what I'm saying? Like, rapper Young Go since the eight years in Kansas. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I first got locked up, it was, it hit, you know, it was news enough to the streets to where they wrote about it. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, people that know me, they know what my situation was. Um, I went away for armed robbery and kidnapping. Um, so, you know, it was something, uh, and my, it was something that needed to happen for me. It was something that it, it needed to happen, man. It needed to happen. Like, I was just out there, man. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know, people, that, like I say, people that know me that was running around, they'll tell you that. Like, right. I was just out there, man. I I should have been dead already. You know what I'm saying? I should have been in jail for life already. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, at some point, you got to grow the hell up, count your blessings, realize what reality is versus what, it's set up in your mind. You know what I'm saying? You got to conduct yourself within the plane and within the realms of what the real is. And the real was I went out here and I robbed these folks and I tied this dude up, stole his car, took the people on the chase, all of that kind of stuff. Well, the reality is you finna go to the penitentiary for that. You know what I'm saying? If they catch you, you're going to the penitentiary for that. And I did. And the only thing that you can do when you get there is be a 10 toes type of motherfucker. Earn your stripes on the yard if you need to. You earn your stripes in the in the in the wreck bathroom if you need to. When you when it's time for a fade, you know, walk with your head up whenever you need to. Be about your business, be about your word, and just be solid. You're gonna be fine. I had a lot of trouble at first just being a St. Louis motherfucker in Kansas City. You know what I mean? Cause that's where I caught my case. I was in Kansas. Um, and the jail was 20 minutes, 30 minutes away from Kansas City, Missouri. So, you know, there's always been a Kansas City and a St. Louis you know, clash and a thing like that. So it was one of them things where it's like, you know, I'm going into this Kansas City jail as a St. Louis dude with St. Louis tattoos on me. You know, you finna get tried. You finna get tested. But, you know, I ain't in here for stealing Girl Scout cookies neither. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't rob some little kid, some little four-year-old kid. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you you try to respond a certain way and you try to conduct yourself a certain way, but the reality the reality when it's time to get down, it's time to get down. When it's time to preserve your life, it's time to preserve your life. However, you need to preserve it, and people were able to see that I carried that mentality. Um, and after a while, your time gets a little easier because you start gaining respect. You gain your stripes. You know what I'm saying? And now people, you know, from that point, they know what you about. They know you about your business. They know you're not finna come disrespect them, so don't come disrespect me neither. And st- if you can operate like that and you can move like that, you'll gain a lot of people's respect. And then it just so happens that I was in the one penitentiary out of five or six in the state that did music programs. We had like a talent show every other month. I won eight or, you know, I, I was locked up for almost 10 years, man. I won damn near every talent show in 10 years. So I was placed in a position where I was able to perfect my craft in front of street dudes who'd seen it all, done it all, played the game, set the high score and wore the T-shirt. So this little suburban kid 
teenager kid out here that I need to get the vibe of my music, he gonna be easy. These real killers in uh-huh. here that rock with me, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And if you can take that mentality out to the street with your music and learn how to market it, promo it, and package it the correct way, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't go, rap-wise, I don't go nowhere near as hard as what I could. You don't hear me talking about what I saw in prison for the most part. You don't hear me talking about what I did in prison because that's not what I'm trying. I want to project to the street. The street's got enough of that already. The street's got enough of people getting shot up. The street's got enough of little kids getting killed. The street's got enough of people dying, you know, for no reason. I'm not going to be the artist that continues to bring that that type of narrative. Right. I'm I'm just not because I I've seen and lived that narrative firsthand. I know it don't it ain't going to get you nothing but some it's going to get you some knife wounds, it's going to get you some bullet wounds, and it's going to get you a whole lot of time in prison if somebody don't kill you. Because now you're going to have to kill them. Because if you step in like that and you playing like that, there's going to come a time where your life or somebody else's is on the line. And if you take that person's life, well, now you're probably going to go have to do a lifetime in prison for it. So if you playing a certain game, you know, I didn't, hey man, I, I didn't want to, I couldn't play in the streets no more, man. Like if, if I want to do this music, I want to do this rap, I can't do both. And that's another area where a lot of artists get things screwed up too. You know, they they still want to be a gangster. They still want to be a thug and still out there doing it. Why would I? That's just dumb to me. Why would I waste the time to be out here still running with some knuckleheads to go out here and catch a felony case, be away from my family, be or, you know, be away for forever when I can spend that same amount of time booking four or five shows, getting one hundred thousand dollars a show. Right. That makes no sense to me. So when people want to try to, you know, artists want to try to live in both worlds, it never works, man. But for me, prison gave me, it gave me the experiences. It gave me the knowledge. It gave me the overall grit to know. And it gave me the confidence, man. Like to be like, just to be a buck. Like it, it not too many. It, if people are being real with themselves, there are very few people that can look themselves in the mirror and be happy with it. everything they see and everything that they know. They can be happy with their demons, seen or unseen. There's very few people that can be happy with all of that. I'm not necessarily happy, but I'm more than I'm content with who I am. And I tell people all the time, like they'll ask me, well, what separates you as an artist from others? Well, one of the main things is aside from music and all of that, I am who I say I am. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you right. can't find people that's going to tell you different. A lot of artists can't say that because they want to show you one thing for the perception. Cause this game is really all about perception. They want to show you, you know, that I got big chains and big jewelry on. But then when you do the further investigation, the jewelry's fake, right? The stacks of money is prop money. Oh, you got your video with all these guns in it. Cool. Those are prop guns. So are you really this dude? Mm-hmm. I just choose to be authentic and genuine. And a city like St. Louis and a fan base like St. Louis, they're going to accept that and respect that. So this nigga is 100. He's real. He's genuine. He done been through the trenches. He done been through the struggle. And he out here busting his ass. Then on top of that, he hard. He can rap. Yeah, man. Hell yeah. Like, I mean, if you were real when you got to respect it. Right. And I'm doing it with no help. You got to respect it. Whether I'm, I'm one of, my partner told me the other day, he's like, man, for a hater, 
you are a, like a treat. I'm a treat for it. if you got hate in your blood. I'm a treat for you. I've only been home since March 1st, 2019. I stepped foot back in St. Louis, March 1st, 2019. So every not even everything that you've seen, just some of the things that you've seen. That's all just been since I've been home, man. Really, that's only been in a short time since we connected. Right. I've been in movies and I took my mind to premiere to a movie and all kind of stuff that I was in. I won four different awards. Yeah. Uh, Battle rapper of the year, breakout artist of the year, song of the year, artist of the year. You know what I'm saying? Like I've been on the radio three different times with three different songs already. I've had an intro on there twice. I got a single that's already hit 40,000 streams, just a little under 40,000 streams. It's spinning in the streets and it's going stupid. Like, yes, I still have a lot to do. And then I just made one of the top artists on the, you know, an elite list. You know, some of the most elite St. Louis artists. I'm on there with big names, Strings, E&B. You know what I mean? Oh, who else was on there? Um, Nando STL, T Dub O. You know what I mean? These are retro champion. These are big names. Bodine. But yeah, yeah. yeah. These are big names. Yep. And that? to you I know saw that. to be mentioned with some of them names, you right. know what I'm saying? And and it it validates it validates that people do see what you're doing. Right. And they are listening and they are watching. So just keep doing what you're doing. Keep yeah, executing man. that plan. That's what I try to do, man. I just yeah. try to keep working. Yeah, man. That's uh, that's uh, awesome, man. That was uh, really uh, in- inspiring. Like to hear to hear your story, and, and um, you know, a lot of people uh, will let that define them. And like you're saying, and and you uh, you are not afraid to, of what your past, but you're not letting it define your future and stuff and like in your and no. you're able to change the script and and rewrite you know the story so uh i think it's cool man i think i'm really uh really proud of what you're doing now and like yeah, that you affected you able to make the changes in your life that you needed and to where Appreciate you're it, man. on the right path now now don't get it twisted shane it, hey <laughs> it is it's not easy right and it has not been easy no yeah because you gotta you know you gotta imagine man i'm in there for eight years four months two weeks in a day then I get out, and then I still got somebody telling me I got to have a job and a check stub. You still right. got to pee in this cup. You still got to come see me once or twice a month. I can still pop up at your house whenever I want to, call your phone whenever sure. I want to. So it's like just, just the reality of just the reality of I was just in this one environment for so long, I have to go rebuild my life. Mm-hmm. You know, we ain't talking about music. We ain't talking about nothing else. I have to rebuild my life. I ain't got no driver's license, no social security card, no money, no job, no clothes. No, I have to. I ain't got a pair of boxers. I have to rebuild my life. So then, also, I the world can change so much in a week. Mm-hmm. Imagine what it can do in eight years, four months, two weeks, and a day. So I'm acclimating to I went to Burger King for the first time when I the first day I got out, my homeboy took me to Burger King. I was blown away by just the soda fountain because when I left, you still had the thing where you the little tab. But then you get to the Burger King, you got buttons to push like you starting up a rocket ship. Right. You know, like you push this button and then it breaks down another 15 flavors of this. And then you can push that chariot. I'm like, damn, man, what I'm just trying to like. I knew then, even that first day, okay, if I'm going to do this rap thing, 
I definitely got to stay on point with how things are advancing. Now that I'm on the street, I got to focus. And it's, I couldn't chase women. I couldn't be running around, you know, as we say, getting our dick wet. You know what I'm saying? Like, I couldn't be running around <laughs> trying to do that because that's uh-huh. going to throw your focus off. If I'm if I know if if I'm telling and I got a couple of my homeboys um on here right now on my live and they'll tell you when we you know when you go back and look at the video like I was telling all of them hey when I get out of here I'm I'm finna go bust my city ass I'm finna flip my city upside down yeah and it was a lot that believed in me because they had seen me in them talent shows but then it was something that was like bro you mean to tell me that you finna be in here for all this time and you finna go back to a city like St Louis. And you just think you finna just out the gate, just start getting it popping. Yes, I do. I do. Because yeah. if I don't believe it, it's not going to happen. Right. But I believe it's going to happen. And slowly but surely, it's been happening. My first song was on the radio by my birthday. And my birthday is May 26th. So I stepped out of St. Louis. I mean, I stepped here to St. Louis, March 1st, 2019. But prior to May 26th, my very first song recorded was already on 104.1, which is national radio. Yeah. No, other, I mean, you, you can't name too many other. Because typically, one, if you're a local artist and you never had a deal, even, this, even artists that do get a deal, when you go away to prison, it's over. Mm-hmm. It's over. Your, your career, for the most part, is a wrap. People finna forget about you tomorrow. It's over. I had them thoughts every freaking day, man. But I also knew what was in here. And I also knew that my creator gave me a talent that he ain't give everybody else. He gave me intangibles that he ain't give everybody else. And once you recognize that and you embrace that, you got to move into that. You got to believe that and you got to move with it. So everywhere I went... However, I moved. I always had it tucked like a running back with a football. My creator put me here for this. Yeah. My creator got me. My creator gave me talent. He ain't give everybody up. You just keep toting this motherfucking rock, man. That's all you do. And that's all I do. I don't come to no rap event or function to play. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got love for every single artist in this city that got love for me. But if, if we're ever in any kind of competition, I'm coming to wrap your face off. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I'm coming to wrap your face off. Like, that's just what it is. And I'm not going to allow you to outbar me. I'm not going to allow you to outperform me. And I'm not going to allow you to outcreate me. I don't care about your fan base being bigger. I don't care about you having the investors. Put me in a room with you. Put your words up against mine. We're going to see who better. I'm going to beat you. That's the mentality you have to have. That's the mentality you have to carry. Right. But then some people... They'll try to say, oh, you're arrogant. Well, is Michael Jordan arrogant? Well, no, he's a goat. Well, he didn't get to become a goat by not believing in himself to the full. Right. Because if I'm not believing in myself, are you going to do it? The answer is no, because you ain't even share my last post. Right. So you coming to talk to me about you think I'm too confident or I'm arrogant or whatever the case, but you've done nothing to help me ascend to where I've ascended to. Yeah. I'm looking at you goofy. I was just watching the... uh Kanye docu- documentary on Netflix. Did you catch yep. that? Yep. Yeah, I've seen that. That was a yeah. dope documentary. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, the, the whole thing, I mean, like, especially like going back to the early days, uh, college, you know, making college dropout and everything. Those, those, that was real, that was fascinating for me. I'm, I'm obviously one of my favorite records. And, uh, but, um, but the stuff that really, like, like you're saying, just like you're saying, like he, he was saying how, 
people get on him that he's too confident and he's like what's that even mean like you know shouldn't you you all should be more confident in yourself Straight you know up. and it's like and that's what uh you know why why should i not believe in myself when so i don't know it really uh the way he talked about it, like, I mean, not, not everything I agree with that he says or that he, uh, the way he presents himself, but you, I mean, you, you can't deny he's an incredible artist, but it, the, yeah. what's really interesting what he says in that documentary is because that, that stuff was filmed 20 years ago mm-hmm. and he said he was going to go out and he was going to do this stuff. And then he went out and he became one of the largest, uh, artists in the world, you yep. know, and like, and it's like, he literally went out, he set a mission and he did it and he you know it's like it's so and then that's when people like that's when people when people start seeing that like it's legit you know what i'm saying like you can see me on 20 interviews and you can see that i'm grinding you can see that or or whatever that's fine but when you see like getting added to that list or um, just last week, I leave from the St. Lunatics, did a reaction video to one of my flows. Yeah, that was cool. Like, now when you see that, like, I'm a viable, legit threat as a talent, and I'm not just out here playing, you know, now I got motherfuckers scooting up on the edge of their seat. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, all right. Like, now p- people are getting uncomfortable now, yeah. which is cool. You want people to be uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? But I I want the people to be uncomfortable that, you know, you un- why are you uncomfortable? You're uncomfortable because you don't want me to win. So I want you to keep feeling uncomfortable because that means I'm continuing to win. Yeah. You know what I mean? But if you feel safe and secure in what I'm doing, that, then the people I want around, like you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want, because you want me to win. If you didn't want me to win, you wouldn't have exerted the time for us to be here and doing this. Right. So, you, you as an artist, too, you, you just got to know your, the difference. You know what I'm saying? Some people want you to win. Some people just want to hate. Yeah. Some people want to lurk your social media. Some people want to throw dirt on your name in the street. You know what I'm saying? Which is fine, too. But when they see you in public, they want to shake your hand and show you love or ask you to jump on their song. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just try to, hey, I try to stay away from all that goofiness. I rock with who I rock with. I show love to every artist that can approach me and respect me like a man because I'm going to do the same to y'all. Mm-hmm. Don't come to me with that buddy-buddy stuff and you know, that click stuff, and I, I ain't with none of that. You know, like a lot of people don't know, man, for the most part, I don't even charge people for features for the most part. I'm willing to work with any St. Louis artist that's actively working. You have to be actively working, and it's got to make sense musically. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, if you want me to just, like, I've had people hit me up just like, man, I want you to get, do on this song, get on this song. I don't like their music. I don't like how they move, and they not grinding. Well, now I'm going to charge you. You know what I'm saying? But then nine times out of ten, the type of artist I am, I'm still not even finna do the song because I'm not finna move anything in this game just off of money being a priority. Because you don't, number one, you don't get your blessings like that and you don't get advancement like that. You don't get true, legitimate, long-lasting progress by just chasing the money. If I was just chasing the money, I would have stopped rapping a long time ago. I ain't chasing the money. Mm Well, what I am chasing is in 15, 20 years, when you take your daughter or your son to L.A. and you see Ghost 314 on the Walk of Fame, that's what I'm chasing. I'm trying to build a legacy, man. You know what I'm saying? Some of these artists, they just want to be hot in the city. I'm trying to build a legacy. And it's starting and it's slowly building. And I'm going to just keep putting bricks on top of it, man. And just keep building it up to the sky, bro. 
that's all it's about for me. Yeah. You mentioned uh, features and uh, and talking about your love of St. Louis, and obviously uh, it's very well documented with your your tattoos, <laughs> your hair, your and everything. And yeah. uh, but uh, let's talk about a track that you guys put together uh, with my dude ATG, uh, St. Louis. Yeah, man. Hey, shout out to ATG. He's like an unofficial rap big brother to me and a lot of other you know artists. Um, I leave your road up like a rug and dumped upon the pavement. Yo, I'm back and I ain't patient. I'm raving on your patience. Dr. J is a moment away from giving these rappers displacement. Back to the basement with a safer so fire, it will burn down this place quick. We the best, I'm just saying. I'm super saying. You gon' keep dragging these balls until I say when. I don't mean to be mean, but that's all I can be. OJ's in the back of the street selling crack to the fiends. Turns out that's just my music, St. Louis, how we do this, I just happen to be the best in the scene, holla. Hell yeah, we in the building, they already know they about to feel this, yelling. St. Louis, you know exactly where we came from, fuck competition cause there ain't none, and if you hate, fuck you, yeah, you always on that whole shit, fuck you and everybody you roll with. Fuck you with everybody you ain't with Look, 
You done let ghosts up on this record With a sinful flow bring confessions Your past preachers and reverence Priests with rosary bees Cause that demon that live in me Been possessed my adolescence Eat rappers till it's indigestions Tell a deacon that I've been feasting On every beat that's in my reason I see an open 16 and I started dreaming About the feast and flip that So now I'm feasting on a rapper's dreams And I got them dreaming of playing field is even I'm Liam Neeson They taking by the skills I'm bringing Double entendre bomb Yeah, the lyric version Osama My flow deliverance Excellent, excellence Not a problem from a city of violence with predators, sharks, and lions Niggas with malintent, yeah, they moving quiet and silent Ripping and clutching, iron come with static Then we crease them, collaborating with Chopper Now that niggas a feature, every dummy need a lesson I'm guessing I'll be their teacher Aiming in your direction for metal jackets, so breach them Hell yeah, we in the building They already know they about to feel this Seconds, bite size for the call. Deep raps in the marinara. On a meat sauce and a beat, you get hit tossed. Yeah. Torch on the track, bring the aloe vera. After your loss, I floss and catch another body. 1v1 against anybody. Try to bring a whole team, I'm a guy to design the Naki. But go ahead, please, try and stop me. Red right hand from the red hot rippers. Or is it bloody running from rappers? I'm ripping. Pull up and try me, and it'll be my next victim. Wicked lyricism addiction. I'm contradicting these shitty rappers. This simply symptoms with witty rhythm. Your disease to the game. I'm just gas up in the flame. Take a slash up to the brain, hit the echo of my name. Sean Kong of the SK, born to chop. So call me AK, collision the car, fully loaded, about to go off. Street sweeping like a saw dog. Put the city in all charm, my back and press like a squat rack. But you got your headlocks to so go ahead and tap your necks, getting fucking snapped. And that's a fact. Hey, Hell yeah, we in the building. They already know they about to feel this. Yelling. Saint Louis, you know exactly where we came from. Fuck competition, cause there ain't none. And if you hate, fuck you, yeah, you always on that whole shit. Fuck you and everybody you roll with. Fuck you, and you always on that lame shit. So fuck you and everybody you hang with. The way that came about, he actually posted it on social media. He was looking for somebody to fill in a 16. He had an open 16. And I, I got tagged a few times in that specific post. And so I reached out to him. Um, I, well, I investigated first because um, I had heard his name and I heard about the discrepancies. But, you know, at the time I was still, you know, hood rapping for real still i was still right. hitting hood spot i hadn't really jumped into that side of the circuit even though i knew it existed so i started doing more research looking up some of their streaming numbers looking up some of his uh his stuff and i'm like hey dude hard hey he hard ain't he out here hustling his whole group out here grinding yeah i want to get on this record <laughs> yeah and i did my verse i sent it to him and it wasn't too long after that. He was like, hey, yeah, when you want to shoot this, when can you shoot this video? And um, I recorded my official verse. He sent me the uh, the um, the final version. I was blown away from it, you know what I'm saying, or by it. And 
You know, we went and shot the video. Shout out to the homeboy Freddie D'Angelo, the homeboy Sean Cone, Gorilla J. Uh, I mean, hey, we got it done. We got it done, and it turned out to be a, a pretty good piece of work, in my opinion. Yeah, for sure. Um, it got a lot of love, and it's still getting a lot of love. And I think um, it's a pretty good representation um, of St. Louis and some of the artists that's in it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've I've gone on record here a bunch on this show, but I, I'm a huge fan of him, and uh, that's one of my favorite things about uh, an ATG record is that he has so many features from – uh, various artists around the area and, uh, and especially a lot of St. Louis, but you know, it's just like, it's, it's a good way for me. Like, I mean, I, I do, uh, I do do my homework and try to like learn about new people all the time, but that's a great way. Like you get a, you look at the, uh, track listing and there's like there's featured artists on every track almost. And it's like, Oh, yeah. okay. I've never heard of this artist. I've never, you know, somebody completely different, you know, community that I don't, I'm not sure about and whatever, but even if it, whether it's a singer or a rapper or whatever, or, or even the people producing the beats and stuff too. So, um, so that's fun that to see those, what a collaborative effort, uh, all of his projects have been and like yeah. bringing all those people together. That last album, um, with, with that St. Louis song on it, like he's, he's got some hitters on there. Yeah. He's got some hitters. On, I, I think Chingy's on there. Preach is on there. Um, I'm on there. Gorilla J's on there. Sean Cone's on there. Like he's, he's got some hitters. Yeah on that project you know what i mean and again man i was just thankful uh and not only did he give me that opportunity but um he gave you know he gave me his official stamp yeah you know what i'm saying like um and i i thought that was like i thought that was dope you know what i'm saying like this man didn't travel the world with this band you know what i'm saying they done, they got millions of streams they done sold units they done did numbers he's been doing this for years but he said I'm he's telling people that I'm one of the one of the next ones to come up in this scene. Like, man, look. <laughs> like, come on, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, you if you're in the know, you know what I'm saying, and, and you up on game, man, you can't get too much man, you can't get too much better validation than that. You right. know what I'm saying? ATG stamping you lyrically and as an art come on, man, stop. You know what I mean? Like, sure. it's just what it is. Yeah. But yeah, man, that's uh, super cool. And the video, like I said, out there, uh, you know, you can check that out. And you said uh, uh, that was your first time working with Freddie? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was. Um, it was my first time working with him, first time meeting him. Yeah. And uh, again, shout out to the homeboy, Freddie D. Um, just hey. him being who he is and me being who I am, we've established a relationship since. Yeah, he's, you know what I'm saying? Freddie's a good dude. He's a hustler. He's a wizard behind the uh, camera too, he, man. He's, <laughs> I mean, he, musically too. Right, yeah, yeah, oh yeah. I'm, music. I, you can't forget the music, I, man. I've had him on the show as an as an artist, and we just talked about his uh, music and stuff. And yeah, he's a very very talented man. He is, and and I mean, the best thing about Freddie for me is he's one of them people that want you to win. Yeah. If he's rocking with you, he wants you to win, and. In, in his music thing, especially, man, anytime you can get around somebody that wants you to win and wants you to succeed, wants you to be successful, wants to put you in position, you got to keep them around, man. Yeah. And you got to do right bomb. You got to. You, your yes got to be yes. Your no got to be no. If if you told them yes on something and it changed, you need to communicate. You got to play it the, the best way you can because it's not 
it's not a lot of people out there, man, that, that want to ride with you and they're willing to help you and they're yeah. willing to rock with you. So when you get them, man, you got to hold them close, bro. ATG is one of them people. Freddie is one of them people. I'm hugging them both tight. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I ain't letting damn one of them go. Right. Man. Yeah, for sure. Uh, well, yeah, man. Uh, so check that out. Uh, while I had you here, I thought it'd be fun too. We do a little something uh, live. And uh, this was a, this was a nice treat. We, it was just uh, a little fun idea that we threw together. And um, But uh, you threw you did a couple uh, verse over uh, – Master Ace, Master Ace, born to roll, yeah. little old school man yeah. for y'all, a little old school flavor, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I thought it would be, I thought it would be kind of fitting. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, man. I just try to be a little different, Shane. Sure, I try to. My bars is different. The way I move is different. The way I look is a little different, man. And I, I just try to, I just try to do different with this shit, man. Like. A lot of people look at me and they automatically think it's going to be some gang bang rap sometimes or some, you know, they see the tattoos and thinking, okay, you know, or they already know what I've been through and just assume that that's what my next record is going to be. But it don't be like that, man. I'm here to bring good vibes, but I'm also here to let people know that, you know, no matter what type of record I put out, lyrically it's going to be, you know, on point. And, you know, I just try to bring a certain energy to a record, to a show, to a performance, to an interview that, you know, other artists can't really bring. Yeah. Just nope. try to be unique in that respect. Well, even in this, man, just like it definitely brought the energy up. And uh, there was uh, a couple of lines that uh, made me laugh. Just uh, Which ones, Shane? Oh, yeah. Tell me, Shane. <laughs> Which ones? Oh, uh, uh, talking about uh, stealing the porno mag from oh, yeah, dad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he said dad also told you to... Uh, Don't chase it, pussy, it, it chase cat. Yeah. You chasing that bag, you'll have more pussy than you ever has. <laughs> Ghost 314, verbal stepper. Y'all know what it is. Rock Paper Podcast, the homeboy Shane. St. Louis, we here. Shout out to everybody doing their thing out here. But I do mine too, just a little bit. You feel me? Take a ride with your boy. Take you on a little trip. Ghost 314, and I'm about to take you on a little trip. Sit back, relax, roll you a blunt, and take a little sip. Both guns blazing like the OS and shooting from the hip. LeBron James when I drive the lane and I'm dumping shit. St. Louis hustle shit, ain't worried about that other shit unless it's about a check or some cash. It's irrelevant, no question in the lyrical prevalence that you witnessing. It's strange, paranormal, and unexplainable entity. I dream vivid about that next flow, that next line, next good course, that metaphor, and that punchline. It's lunchtime and I'm gonna eat and I'm getting fed. I'm the predator. You to pray, give me your cornbread. I talk big, but I flow bigger. I muscled up. Your best friend can't ride if she ain't down to fuck. King Kong status banging my chest with my nuts hanging, squatting helicopters and planes. He insane, ain't he? Yeah, that nigga's off in the head. Little deranged, maybe bipolar, schizophrenic. Nigga crazy, ain't he? Been through the struggle and I navigated the trenches. I've been in the wild where I had to wrestle with grizzlies. Pops once said, Don't chase the pussy, chase cash. You chasing that bag, you'll have more pussy than you ever had. I follow suit.
shooting, I follow game. I see the play, I'm like a blind man on the flight. But I can see the way I've been had dope. I've been had flow and I've been love rap. I had a couple notebooks that was in my book bag. Right next to the porno mag that I stole from dad and two rainbow juices. They was cherry and blue razz. Three nine later packs. A game boy and some weed sack. Sack full of sticks, but I still read it to flip that. Then I re up to my first ounce. I hustled up. 28.5 on the scale. Them numbers matching up. Broke that down. Took out the sticks. Left the seeds in. 12 years old. Fucking with some grown man business. Then got bold. A six shooter with some lead in it. That same summer, a chick let me stick the head in it. Occupation dreams of a dope dealer had bands in it. Writing down raps and performing. Had the fans in it. St. Louis Magic. I dazzle them on a regular. Alley, you pass right off the glass. Chatter competitors. Y'all know the demonstration, man. It's the homeboy Ghost 314, Mr. Ugh himself. St. Louis wins. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Uh, we were talking earlier about uh, our Dub Flow, also a good friend of ours. And yeah, like, shout out to Dub. And he's one, like, I mean, I, so I just like that when you're able to write something, like even though it's got a lot of heart and it's serious and stuff, but then you can throw a little bit of comedic uh, reference in it also. And like, so, and he's one of the best at doing that for me. Like, I'm, he always makes me laugh with some of his rhymes. Hey, he's, and, he's, Dub understands, I believe Dub understands the concept of flow yeah there's one thing to be a good rapper but can you flow flowing to me is a lot harder than just rapping you can rap about anything but can you take this topic tell a story switch this topic and all make it flow together or take a different style, switch the style, and make it flow together. Right. Because then Dub gonna come back with the back with the back to the back with the back to that. Like he'll come with just he'll stack his wordplay on you, but then he'll smoothly flow and transition out into another segment or another rhyme scheme, and it just sounds effortless. And it's not a, a lot of he's he's a different breed, man. He's yeah. a different breed. I've always I've been a fan from him from, um, and I don't think he knows how big of a fan of his I am. Um, but I've been a fan of him since I really first got hip to him. Cause as you know, he and ATG have done quite a bit of things yeah. together. Um, and yeah, I got hip to him, and I'm like, hey, this dude cold. Yeah, this boy hard, and he's been a supporter of me. He's come out to a show before. He's always shown love through social media. It's always been love every time I saw him out. Always smiles and good vibes and positive energy. Man, he's he's one of my favorites. Man, him yeah. and ATG, they're a couple of my favorites. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, I uh, uh, I don't know. I I just uh, and he's he's just a great guy. Good good hang for sure. Like he's just a you know it's nice to have him around for whenever I get the chance to spend some time with him and things or catch him at a show and stuff. But mm -hmm. yeah, but yeah, it's cool, man. I'm glad like that uh, the music this whole music thing has brought us together. Brought you know all these guys into my life, and it's just fun that to have him around. It's, so I'm thankful that uh, the music brought us all together, man. I am too, man. Yeah. Um, I mean, I personally, I'm I'm very thankful. Um, I'm very thankful for you, of course. You know what I'm saying, and your platform, and just you in general, man. Be, uh, you, you know, St. Louis is a hard city to thrive and and succeed in and excel in. And 
you know, when you get people that, you know, again, they want you to win and they offer you their platform or they offer you their services or they offer you their time. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's direct evidence that they they want you to be successful and they want you to progress. Yeah. You know, so just the fact that you're willing to do that for artists, you know, that's big because everybody isn't, man. Right. Um, And I'll definitely make sure um, every chance I get, you know, um, to tap artists in with you. Um, to make sure artists tap in with you, because uh, I mean, along with along with the interview in itself, you get a you get a genuine and organic opportunity to start building a relationship. Yeah, man, that, I mean, that's really the yeah the, the sometimes like the, the the recording is cool, but then the some it's usually the after recording, uh, you know, the hang and stuff. After, you know, we just like I end up becoming some of these people become my best friends and stuff afterwards, and it's just like so I don't know. I'm really it's really a lot of fun. It's, it's a lot more than just a interview. It's a, yeah. you know, these are, these are become relationships, like I said, so straight up. And then, I mean, I would also imagine too, even like, um, probably almost the better the interview, the better the relationship after the fact. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Cause you know, like you and I, we tied in like shoelaces now, <laughs> Yeah. Man. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, um, you, you're gonna, now that you are hip to me and you're conscious of me, it's kind of like, I look at me as an artist as like maybe when you got your first car when you were 16 or 17 or something, you get that car, but then you realize that everybody else now has this. It almost seemed like everybody else got the same exact car <laughs> you got now. Not, you know not me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I'm kind of like, I'm kind of like him. Like once you get hip to me and then you realize a, how long I've been around B, right. how long I've been doing this, see the people I actually do know and that I'm connected to. It might be, you know, song. Like when I first con, you didn't know I had any kind of connection with Dove flow, yeah, any kind sure. of connection with ATG. We're all, we're all connected. Once we get to talk, you realize that how, how small town this really is over here. But, it is. Yeah. It's a, I mean, it's a, it's a small, I mean, it's a big city, but it's a small city in the respect that it's not really a lot of people that's really going 100 percent at yeah, this. Sure. There are a lot and there are some for sure, for sure. Not yeah. taking nothing from nobody, um, but everybody is not just like you and your podcast. There's 50 other people out there with podcasts, mm-hmm. but everybody is not going hard at their podcast as you. Right. You know, so but they got a podcast. You know what I'm saying? Like. It's a hundred thousand other artists out there in St. Louis. Sure. All of them ain't going hard. All yeah. of them ain't going hundred percent. Some of them just in the way. Yeah. Some of them just want to rap because they 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 want to get the bag in the end. Some of them want to rap because it's a trend. Some of them want to rap because they think it's cool. Some of them want to rap because they want to be a gangster. But some of us do it because we genuinely love music. We genuinely love rap. We genuinely love hip hop. We genuinely love pop. We genuinely love R&B. We genuinely love the culture. We genuinely love the grind. We genuinely love waking up at six o'clock in the morning answering emails. We genuinely love reaching out to people like Rock Paper Podcast and Shane Presley. We genuinely love reaching out to Artists United. We genuinely love photo shoots. We genuinely love when people reach out and ask you to be a guest on the show or a guest judge at a talent show. You genuinely love that shit. Right. That's your passion. If you got the passion for this shit, man, you're supposed to love every aspect of it. Yeah. I guarantee if you ask ATG and you ask Dub, do they love every aspect of the game? For the most part, they're going to say, yeah. ATG loves doing duet videos. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's not putting money behind them to make sure that they go viral. Right. He loves music. He loves rap. Yeah. That's him. And then shit, 
I'm the same way. Now, yeah. if I can do something in between because I love music and I love rap and it happens to go viral, of course I'm going to take that. Of course. Yeah. But if you operate off of anything and your priority is solely monetary or money, it's not going to last, man. Yeah. Because nothing in this world was designed to be solely money prioritized. You cannot operate off of anything in any way, shape, form, or fashion off purely money. If you buy a house and it costs you a million dollars to buy that house and you operate off the pure money, you got this million dollar house. But when that house starts falling apart, if you don't have any other attachment to that house, you're not going to put in the work to get the new water heater or to get that pool fixed because you don't really have a passion for that house. You know what I'm saying? You don't really have a love for that house. Music is the same way. Life in general is the same yeah. way. Yeah, man. Well, I've been uh, going around asking some questions, and I get your take on these ghosts. Uh, okay. Uh, all right. What about? Obviously, we we talked a little bit about some uh, collaborating that you've got to do already. But do you have a dream duet or collaboration? Is there a certain uh, artist that uh, you absolutely would? Uh, Love to work with St. Louis or just in general. I mean, this is your dream, man. Whatever. Oh shit, my dream. Yeah. Um, Pharrell. Yeah. Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole, Dr. Dre, Eminem. Um, yeah. I love to work with Lil Wayne. Um, I mean, Timberland. I love to work with Timberland. Yeah. Hitmaker. Um. I mean, there, there's a lot of people, you know, that I like and follow. Um, but to be honest, man, um, you know, like, of course, there's people I want to like. I don't really I don't really spend a lot of time listening to other artists for real. Right. Like if they song comes on or something like that. Yeah, I'm gonna listen if I like the song. But I mean, just the reality is. Are they? Are they sitting there at that moment in time listening to me? Are they sitting there at that moment in time trying to watch my video? The answer is no. So I'm wasting time from my craft and from what I need to be doing because I'm giving attention to this artist is already where he at. He already making millions. He's already hit the billboards. Sure. He's already got plaques. He's already got platinum albums. I'm still trying to get there. So why would I stop my process of trying to get there? You know, to give him attention and he's already there. So when I say I don't really listen, to, it's not from a devious mindset or anything like that. I just know that if I'm sitting here listening to you, I'm not doing something that I could be doing for me in my career to get where you are. Right. So I got to do what I have to do. So, you know, I listen to other artists, but um i don't spend a whole lot of time but those are some of the people that i would i would work with if i had the opportunity yeah definitely uh what about a uh a song you wish you wrote is there um you know speaking of some of those like is there is there ever you ever hear a, a rhyme or uh, even a beat that you're like damn i wish that would that would be my beat or i wish i would have thought of that rhyme or anything is it no any ever any of that ever come to mind no not really um and no, because like just the way I operate in life and as a human being and as a man and as a person, like I believe things happen the way they're supposed to happen. Sure. I believe things happen when they're supposed to happen. And if I was supposed to have wrote that song, I would have. Yeah. If I was supposed to have had that beat, I would have had it. I, yeah, I agree with all. Like, I feel like the same way. Like there's certain songs that I 
that I love and that like I uh, that uh, almost like tell my story. And but I feel like if I were to have that song and I would have told us, it wouldn't it would not be the same because obviously it's uh, through me. And there's a probably a reason why I love it as much as I do is because it's through them. So I get that for sure. Yeah, so. I mean, that's that's kind of how it is. Yeah. Uh, what about, um, what about a movie or a TV show you wish you were in? Is there a, is there any certain, uh, uh, like a, a world, uh, that you, uh, you think ghost would, uh, be good in? Oh, uh, definitely. Um, I mean, I've already got my acting chops and my acting feet wet. Yeah. Um, shout out to the homeboy Zoe Vanguard. Shout out to Workhouse Films. Uh, the movie, Mike Check the Movie. Um, it's on YouTube, on YouTube, Mike Check the Movie. Um, we're working on getting it on Roku. Um, and Netflix is one of the the people that we're all they also trying to push it to. Um, so we had the the premiere um, at the Galleria, at the movie theater at the Galleria. So definitely my acting feat. I've had a couple of lightweight modeling auditions since I've been home. So like I'm legit trying to touch everything, man. Like it's not. I just believe for me, music is gonna get me in the door in the entertainment industry. But um, I wrote two books while I was gone, working on the third now. Um, so I want it all, man. Books, movies, yeah. acting, modeling, music. I want it all. Right. And I'm going to keep busting my ass to get it all. You know what I'm saying? And if you're not busting your ass like me, get the fuck out of my way. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. simple. Don't hate on me. Don't try to step on my toes. If you're not going at the speed that I'm going or you're not trying to help me get where I'm trying to get, too genuinely get the hell out of my way yeah because the only way i'm gonna stop is when my breathing stops and i got a really good relationship with my creator so i don't think my breathing gonna stop no time soon so motherfucker gonna have to kill me to stop me from doing this shit man i believe in myself i believe in my dream i believe in my vision and there's nothing that's finna stop me i'm gonna keep doing it the right way because i've been getting blessed doing it the right way i'm gonna keep my head up keep my feet moving forward and shit, that's what I do, man. And it's gonna break open. It's it's gonna break open to where it's it's at a point to where I can't be denied no more. Like people that was trying to deny me, they started giving me my props. That's fine. That's cool and that's great and I appreciate it. But shit, mm-hmm. I got a long way to go. Yeah. I got more to do. All right. Uh the day comes along, we have a, a Ghost 314 action figure. What would uh what would you like to see uh your like three accessories to go with your action figure? Uh three accessories is definitely gonna be like that's a good question. It's gonna be like a microphone that could like turn into a lightsaber or some shit. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Cause you're gonna take that microphone and slay your competition. Or it turns into some kind of sword with a curved blade. Um definitely gonna have something crazy on the head. Yeah. Um, maybe like one of his superpowers. Or accessories is going to be like some pieces or something like a Mr. Potato Head or something that you could just like <laughs> clip to the side of his head. It's like just different designs that All you right. can interchange and clip to the side of the head or something. Um, and probably the third accessory. Uh, it's not really an accessory, but uh, you definitely got to have some kind of voice box. You definitely got to have a, oh, yeah. you definitely got to have that that's in there. That's your pull string? Or, yeah, yeah, a pull string <laughs> yeah. or a push button back, right. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got to have oh, you got to have that. You got to yeah. have that. Because once you hear that, you know sure. who officially it is and you know what's coming and you know what's about to happen. Yeah. When you hear that, oh, 
put all your rap shit up. Producers, <laughs> put your beat away. You know what I'm saying? Like, put your beat away. Ghost 314 is coming. He's going to tear your beats up. Yep. So that, that'll probably be my action figure. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, that... Uh, I, I, uh, I often... One time I was asking what about your... your what would be your, like pull quote you know on it for your so uh you kind of uh answer both of them yeah all yeah. that that's that's one of my staples the yeah. people know that voice man oh, yeah. they know that little growl uh all right um uh, so you you mentioned uh superpower uh what uh do you if you were a superhero what would uh you think would be your name and your superpower do you have do you ever think about that my superhero name we just gonna keep it simple and be G three. Yeah. And then my superpower, it would be to amp or calm any situation. Like, let's just say there was a a shooting, and the shooter is long gone, but the crowd is still running around in a frenzy. G three is on the scene, then I could just do something like a womp 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 and provide like just this wave of calm and it's gonna be alright even though this bad shit just happened. It's gonna be alright everybody and then everybody's like, Okay, okay, I don't know what happened, but okay, we need an ambulance here. We need a like I would have that power to really just kinda bring people back to what really needs to go on. Um, but then on the adverse of that, it would be to turn the situation up. You know what I'm saying? That that bully that's in school, that he's been continually picked on. I mean, not the bully, but the kid that's been continually picked on by the bully. Four or five, six months, this bully's been is walking up, flicking his kid's ear. Well, at some point, you're going to have to beat the shit out of this bully. Womp, 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 womp. Now this kid has the confidence when that bully flicks his ear, he's finna stand up. Flick my ear again, I'ma beat you the hell up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, you're not advocating violence per se, but this kid's been picked on for forever. Now he has the confidence, you know, the self-confidence to stand up for himself mm-hmm. and to stand ten toes and to stay solid. Yeah. I I would hope I could bring things like I, I could turn you up or I could turn you down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Those yeah. would be my superpowers. G G three, this party needs to get turned up, man. <laughs> wah, 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 wah. Okay, let's work, 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 work. Got a big old. I mean, hey, I could do it, man. That's all you need, man. I could do it, man. I could do it, Shane. I could do it, man. I believe yeah. in myself that much, man. Yeah, yeah, man. Well, very cool, brother. This has been uh, super fun. I'm really glad we did this today. I and, am too. Um, again, you can find. Uh, Ghost three one four on Facebook and Instagram. Get plugged in on the socials. Uh, find uh, the like I said, the live videos up on YouTube of work. But we have an official video uh, in the works. Hopefully, uh, be in make it uh, make it in time for the summer. Be a good summer jam. Would man. And uh, and then uh, you can add it to your favorite playlist wherever you're you're uh, getting your music at. Right. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, and shout out to while I'm thinking about it. Um, Beyond FM. Um, the homeboy um, T Bone, oh yeah, um, Jennifer and Jeff Nichols, um, and they just on the top of my head because I remember seeing the post um, uh, when you posted about the interview, and, yeah. And T Bone and 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 Jeff and Jim were like, oh, these are great interview, and yeah. the, so I just greatly appreciate you know those three for 
um, you know, speaking highly of me and They're the best. Um, yeah. They are. Yeah. Um, T Bone and I, we had a great time at our interview. Um, you know, Jen and Jeff and I, we had a great time at Beyond FM also. Like they're good people. They're all about the St. Louis scene and supporting the artists on the scene. Yeah. And trying to give them a platform. Um, Cause you got a lot of platforms that's more interested in growing their pockets versus in artists growing. Um, so I understand it's a business and right. you know, our, all artists understand it's a business, but um, for me, I prefer, prefer to align with people that want me to grow as an artist rather than them growing their pockets. Yeah. You know, um, and in turn, if you help and allow me to grow as an artist, I'm going to grow to the point to where that bag is there, that money is there. Well, you've been one of the people that helped me get there. And there was a reason that we've been tied in this entire journey for me. You know what I mean? Because now you can benefit from this also. What you need, Jen, what you need, T-Bone, what you need, Shane. Oh, you need you need to meet such and such. That's my partner. You need me to call him now, Shane. I got you. That's how a relationship is supposed to work, man. Right. You know what I mean? Because there's going to be somebody that you may want to interview that maybe you can't really access. I might be able to. Oh, man, I got you. You need who? Okay, I'll call him. Uh, hey, so, 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 here, I'm finna give me your info. The, now you, you know what I mean? Right. Like that's how relationships supposed to work, man. You've you've done you've done something for me with this interview. At some point, it's gonna be time for me to do something for you, and I'm not gonna have a problem with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think yeah. people don't just they don't I don't know they don't move like that these days no right. more. Well, yeah, man. Well, I'm excited to see where uh, where this goes for for you and for both for both of us and just like. See what other cool shit we can get done together, man. So uh, excited too. Man. Yeah, we'll make some moves this year. Yes, we, sir. Uh, uh, well, again, uh, tap in on socials. Uh, Ghost three one four everywhere, and uh, we. Uh, I guess that's it, man. Thank you again for doing this. Hey, and I appreciate you yeah. again, man. St. Louis, I appreciate y'all for tuning in to 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 Shane and the Rock Paper Podcast, and of course me. Because hey, y'all could have been like, get this motherfucker off the air, man. Get us somebody else. Who's this guy? With the, ah, whatever. But I appreciate y'all, man. So it's your boy, Ghost314. Mr. Ugh himself, man. We're going to keep doing it how we doing it, man. All right. Bye, everybody. Peace.